All weekend, all, all the hits, all, all the hits. Ghana Toss Radio. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your live mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio. We bring you local news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. It's a great afternoon and I welcome you to the afternoon news on Ghana Talks Radio. My name is Sandra Asante Headlines. Ghana's share of the Pfizer Moderna vaccines expected to arrive in September. 35 illegal migrants arrested by GIS. Doesn't kill as Burkina Faso militant raid convoy. There's some more stories after the break. Stay tuned. Get it big, get it here. Listen to all your live mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR, Ghana Talks Radio. Welcome back from the break. Our first story, the presidential advisor on health, Dr. Anthony Insia Asari, has said that Ghana will soon receive the first consignment of the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines through the COVAX initiative. Dr. Insia Asari further explained that the vaccines are expected to arrive in the country between the end of August and early September. Mr. Insia Asari said both vaccines are a donation from the United States government. This comes after Ghana took delivery of the another 249,600 doses of the AstraZeneca vaccines from the UK government on Tuesday. 17th of August 2021. The Member of Parliament for Salaga South constituency in the Savannah region, Hadia Zuera Ibrahima, has appealed to the Federal Roads Department of the Ministry of Road and Highways to facilitate the rehabilitation of some deplorable roads leading to farming communities in the constituency. According to her, the heavy rains recorded in her constituency have washed away some roads and left others in a terrible state, thus ending needing fixing. She mentioned the Salaga Kafabra Road, Sawaba Junction, Abrumasi Road, Salaga Yayili Bumpa Road, among others, need fixing. She indicated this year's rain in the northern part of the country have resulted in most roads being washed away hence the need for government to act fast. Most of the roads that go to the bigger markets in the northern and southern sectors of the country come from these communities which face eminent cut-off and if nothing is done about it, she wonders how they can transport their farm produce to the nearest market. His Excellency Nanado Dankwa Kofado has accused some civil society organizations of campaigning against his re-election bid in the 2020 general elections, but said he would nonetheless give an ear to their commentaries. The president, however, pointed out to CSOs that he thinks there are some things that none of us can overlook, the high politicized atmosphere in which many of these accusations are raised in Ghana. And according to him, there are civil society organizations that mounted campaigns to make sure that he did not continue to sit on the presidential seat. Still on local stories, the Ghana Immigration Service in the Upper West region have arrested 35 foreign nationals for entering Ghana illegally. The illegal migrants, who comprises 11 Burkina Bays, 19 Malians, 2 Serenians, and 3 Guineans aged between 17 and 55 years, were arrested in Namdom. This was contained in a statement signed by Inspector Yusuf Durana. Abdul Mumin said the Upper West Regional Public 
Affairs Officer of the GIS. The illegal migrants were on board on the Hyundai bus with registration number AS341320. They comprises 19 males and 16 females. They were screened by the Port Health Authorities before being sent out of Ghana into Burkina Faso at the Hamel border post, the statement added. The statement further noted that the illegal migrants entered into the country through unapproved routes traveling to Accra, Kumasi and Sunyani for economic, education and family visit purposes. A 22-year-old farmer, Tete Kwasi, has been granted bail on the sum of 10,000 cities with two sureties, one to be justified by the anti-district magistrate court for being in possession of suspected narcotics drugs and instrument intended for unlawful entry. The accused who pleaded not guilty to the offence will appear before the court on 23rd of August 2021. Police Detective Inspector Joseph Kwajo Achari told the court that the complaint in the case is the District Police Command of NCHI Superintendent Bernard Yao Akotoge, while the accused live in Kwachua in the Owen municipality. You are listening to the afternoons on Ghana Talks Radio, some business stories. Ghana's Energy Minister Dr. Matthew Pokuprempe has called on the United States to take advantage and invest in the oil and gas industry in West Africa for the mutual benefit of American companies and West African countries. Mr. Prempe said on Wednesday in his keynote address at the West African Oil and Gas Forum on the theme U.S. West Africa Sharing Prosperity in Oil and Gas Resources are the sidelines of the ongoing 2021 Offshore Technology conference OTC in Houston, Texas, USA. The forum is aimed at exploring ways for West Africa and the U.S. to best leverage on each other to partake in the prosperity and opportunities that the oil and gas industry brings. Head of Commercial Banking at Stambik Bank, Abdul Jayel Hussein has advised financial institutions to approach agricultural financing from the partnership perspective for a coordinated effort in drawing growth in the sector. Abdul Jawal said this at the 2021 annual conference of the Ghana Association of Agricultural Economists, GAAE, held in Tamale. Speaking on the topic of agriculture and agribusinesses finance in Ghana from a bank's perspective, he stated we have to notice as a financial institution the challenges in financing agribusinesses. For us at Stanley Bank, we approach agriculture financing from a partnership standpoint. More business story participants at the close of the symposium on the Forum on China-Africa Cooperation FOCAC initiative in Accra have called for strengthened collaboration among African countries for the sustainable development of the continent. The participants identify for cohesion among African countries as a contributory factor to the underdevelopment of the continent and urge government to draw lessons from China's value addition through infrastructural initiative to boost their development. Bilateral trade between Ghana and China in the first of the 2021 reached over 4 billion US dollars. Chinese Ambassador to Ghana, His Excellency Liu Kang, has disclosed. According to him, despite the adverse impact of the COVID 19 pandemic, trade between the two countries continues to witness substantial growth. The economic and trade exchange between China and Ghana has been flourishing 
China is Ghana's biggest trading partner in the foreign investment source in 2020. The bilateral trade increased instead of reducing amid the pandemic. In the first half of 2021, the bilateral trade volume amounted to $4.382 billion a year-on-year increase of 23.8. He revealed, addressing participants at a symposium organized by the Institute of Economic Affairs. The ambassador said the latest trade figures increased by almost a quarter as compared to 2020. More business story. The government has announced that it will dedicate a minimum of 1% of the country's gross domestic product GDP to supporting research, science, technology and innovative activities. To that end, the government was putting measures in place to establish a national research fund which would be accessible uh, to researchers and all potential innovators. Currently, the fund bill has been passed and the government is working on the regulatory framework for the operationalizing the fund. Dr. Eric Inkansa technical advisor and director in charge of tertiary education at the Ministry of Education announced that the opening ceremony of the Maiden African Mathematical School in Mathematical Methods in Analysis and Probability in Accra. The Bank of Ghana and the Monetary Authority of Singapore are working to create a financial trust coordinator, TFC, to dedicated ecosystem for mutual recognition and closer relationship between businesses including SMEs and financial institutions on the platform. Dr. Ernest Anderson, the governor of the Bank of Ghana, who announced this on Wednesday, said the trust corridor would compromise and comprise a governance framework and digital infrastructure for banks and fintech companies in both countries. He said participants could refer to an utilize key information available on the platform for credible and credit assessment while adhering to domestic and international regulations including data protection and anti-money um, laundering requirements. More business story, the collision of aggrieved customers of the defunct Gold Coast Fund Management C GCFM are once again demanding that government pays the them their locked up funds. The group at the press briefing held to register their displeasure have since given government a month ultimatum to heed to their calls as they have not received payment for about three years now. Spokesperson of the coalition Charles Nyami made a passionate appeal to the government to, as a matter of urgency, to direct the finance minister to commence payment advances to the customers of the Gold Coast Fund Management, which is now defunct. You are still listening to the afternoon news. Let's go for some international stories. In the Lagos statement, government in Nigeria has banned street begging and has formed a special team to stop the menace. Local media report the team is expected to begin operations in the next few days. A state official in charge of youth and social development told journalists that beggars on the street were a nuisance to law-abiding citizens. Oluisegu Dawudu said beggars and hawkers, who can include children, were being transported from other parts of the country to the city. He said the business were demeaning and an abuse of humanity, especially children who were being forced into it. He added that some of the beggars and hawkers were linked to crime in the city by assaulting and robbing city residents. The move came days after police raised an alarm over criminals disguising themselves as beggars and attacking Lagos residents. 
We move to Burkina Faso and at least 47 people, including 30 civilians, have been killed in northern Burkina Faso in a clash between Islamist militants and government forces. At least 19 more people were wounded after the suspected jihadist raided a military convoy escorting civilians on Wednesday. The military of communications announced it said 14 soldiers and three volunteers from the Defense de la Patrie militia also died. The army said government troops have neutralized 58 militants in retaliation and injured many of them without being specific on the number. More international story and Ivory Coast president as Alassane Utara has recovered from COVID-19 and resumed his duties on Wednesday. The president said the head of the state tested positive for the virus at the beginning of the month. The president was earlier said to have been self-isolating after coming into contact with a person who tested positive. The office did not at that time mention the president had tested positive. President Utara has encouraged the Ivorian population to get vaccinated while observing the health measures put in place to fight their diseases. You are still tuning to the afternoons on Ghana Talks Radio. Some sports stories and Vice President Dr. Mahamudu Baumia has showered praises on the Hazaka ladies for winning the Maiden Confederation of Africa Football CAF Women's Championship League Wafu Zumbi tournament. He lauded the team for their resilience and achieving such a remarkable feat, saying that winning the trophy was a joyful moment. And on behalf of the president and the government, Dr. Baumia presented a check of 50,000 cities to the team in recognition for their effort in making Ghana proud. Some entertainment story, the Wall Street watchdog has charged three former Netflix software engineers over an alleged insider trading ring that made $3 million. The ex-staff members and two close associates were named in court papers. The U.S. Security and Exchange Commission, SEC, said confidential Netflix subscriber growth data was used in the scheme. The information was allegedly, allegedly used to trade the screaming Giant shares ahead of its earning report. The SEEC alleged that Somin Jun, a former software engineer at Netflix, was the center for a long-running scheme to illegally trade shares using insider information about the company's subscriber growth. According to the complainant, while working for Netflix in 2016 and 17, he repeatedly passed non-public information to his brother and a close friend who both used to trade ahead of multiple Netflix earning announcement. To our final entertainment story, HBO's latest comedy drama series, The White Locust, has received rave reviews from critics. The show, which began in the UK this week after successful US run, focuses on the entitled guest and exhausted staff at a luxurious hotel in Hawaii. This nightmare marriage version of Paradise is a comedy of the year, said the Independent in five-star review. The Telegraph added that even though the White Locust is the hotel from hell, you will want to check in the duration. The series is created, written, and directed by Mike White, whose previous film and TV credits include Pitch Perfect 3, Baritas Adina and Emoji Movie, as well as School of Rogues. Thank you so much for tuning in for the afternoon news. You can get more news at our website, www.ganatalksradio.com. My name is Sandra Asante. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. All weekend, all, all the hits, all, all the hits. Ghana Talks Radio.